0: What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we're moving forward today with Christine Hansen, award-winning entrepreneur, holistic sleep strategist and coach, and founder of Sleep Like a Boss. How are you today, Christine?
1: Hi, John. It's amazing to be here. Thank you. I'm great.
0: Oh, and it is awesome to have you on the show. Really, really excited to share your story with our listeners. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your career journey.
1: Yeah, so um, I went from quite a traditional background, you know, Traditional academic went to study the English language um, mm-hmm. in the UK and came back to my home country, which is Luxembourg in Europe, to become an English teacher, which is pretty much what you're supposed to do or what everyone does. You know, yeah. you go back to teaching, and I did that for nine years um, until I really had a change of heart. In terms of, I really knew that I wasn't really happy, and you know, when you're only 31 and you have to think, uh, you know, of your paycheck every morning to get um, out of bed, then. Yeah. That's still a long time ahead. Sure. Um, and at the same time, I had my younger cousin, who was 23 at the time, die very unexpectedly of a heart oh, attack, I'm like so literally out of the blue. And that was really where I said, OK, here's a young guy who had everything ready, you yeah. know, so much potential. And I'm here miserable And I was like, I just owe it to him and to myself and to my daughter and to everyone around me to go and pursue my happiness, as as corny as it sounds, you know. And I just decided at the time I decided I was selfish enough to do that. Right now I'm crossing out. I'm striking out that word selfish.
0: Right, (laughs) right.
1: It took me a while to get there. It's more like
0: it's self-loving, I think, is the word you want to replace that with.
1: Exactly. It took a while to get there. But, yeah, and uh, sleep had become my passion when I was pregnant with my daughter because I love sleep and I was not ready to become a sleep deprived parent. Right. So that's how I got into the topic. And I started out as a pediatric sleep consultant. But due to demand, I switched to adults. And so I added and added and added to my knowledge. And now I'm actually really happy with what I have to truly call myself holistic. Yeah. And, and,
0: and, you know. and share with our listeners, Christine, is this something that you had studied before? Because how did you make that transition from being an English teacher to becoming a holistic sleep strategist and coach? What was the what was the road and the journey to that?
1: Yeah. So I became a certified sleep consultant first for for babies and children. So that's where I got the main basics of sleep education, even though we really barely scratched the surface. And then after that, I did the holistic science of sleep course, which is really looking a lot of sleep hygiene, environment effects. And, you know, it works really well with the basics. And I also added functional diagnostic nutrition, And Functional Diagnostic Nutrition is really looking at biochemistry. So we uh, run labs to really get an insight into what's going on with the body. And then we really globally help the body to coach up its own strength again, because you really need to understand that if you have a chronic sleep issue, it's a symptom of many different things. And so you have to look at emotional stresses, you have to look at physical stresses, and you also really have to look at what's going on inside. And so, so that's really, really interesting to work on all of these different pieces together and that way just puzzling it all kind of together to really coach up that health. And it's amazing how many other things fall into place. Yeah. You know, it's just the shifts are just glorious. And and that's why I call myself also a strategist, because I really create a just, but also a coach, because very often you have to change a couple of things. Sure. And, you know, we're creatures of habit. So if you have someone, a cheerleader next to you who says you can do it, <laughs> yes. it's just, you know, that's a different, it's just much easier. So that's how I work. and. I still add lots of education. I'm doing um a training now f- to become a naturopath. So my journey hasn't ended. <laughs> right. But it will always be it will always be sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well and and
0: You know, for a lot of our listeners who may not be aware, I mean, there is an entire science behind sleep. There's a lot of different factors, as you've covered. You know, there's emotional, there's physical, there's mental. So talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about that, if you could share with our listeners who may not be familiar with this, because I think a lot of us approach sleep from a very surface perspective point of view yeah we'll see commercials for like the perfect mattress or the perfect pillow but there's a lot more to it than that so if you could just kind of give a primer for our listeners on what holistic sleep strategy is
1: definitely i think it always depends on your level of sleeplessness mm-hmm. so if you're someone who just in times of stress has the difficulties falling asleep then I'd really recommend just going with sleep hygiene in terms of getting a routine, you know, really looking at reducing emotional stress through meditation and things during the day. But if you're someone who has chronic sleep issues and is chronically fatigued, then you need to know that that is a symptom that has started a long time ago. The way the process has started way before that. And so something that I'm really fascinated by is actually the gut health, you know, Mm, because uh, most of us have an unhealthy gut because we are so stressed and little things that would not affect us if we were completely zen are really starting to damage things. And we get bacteria and pathogens and all of those little buggers, they wake up around two or three I am because of course, that's when the right? river kicks in, <laughs> yeah. and that's when all the people wake up yeah, you know and yeah. yes if you do have a lot of stuff going on that's not really helpful because obviously it's quiet and then you have all those thoughts coming in and so right. you have a whole melting pot of a lot of sh- bull thing going on you know things <laughs> that shouldn't so but for me it's really important to let people know that there's a reason for that you know right. and that it's not their fault or that they are you know a week or anything like that and that that it's also not just going to go away because you need to heal it sure. and that was studying all of those things and getting insight into the processes and why those things are happening like just chemically and, and physically, it was just really, really interesting. So and I love explaining that.
0: Yeah, so no, and I, I really appreciate you explaining that for our listeners, because I think, you know, especially in the United States, I mean, we live in a culture, especially if you work in corporate America, where sleep is not very much valued. I know that there are a lot of forward looking companies that are trying to change that. But it's something mm-hmm. that I think we've been very slow to ha- change that national conversation around the importance of, of quality sleep. So I'm really, really glad that you're coming on today to share that with our listeners. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention the name of your company. It is such a killer brand, Sleep (laughs) Like a Boss. I absolutely love it. Tell me, how did you come up with the name?
1: Well, my baby company was called Sleep Like a Baby. Oh, that's a great one too. Yeah, and then when I was starting to think about becoming an adult sleep strategist and coach, I actually had an interview with the girls from the Being Boss podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was Kathleen who said, we have our sleep boss on the show. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, sleep like a boss. That's it, you know, <laughs> that's and great. that's how... I got the name and it's, yeah, it, <laughs> it's a good name.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Well, Christine, this leads perfectly into my next question. As you know, part of the career and especially on the entrepreneurial journey can be fraught with lots of setbacks. And I'll use the F word, there'll, there'll even be times where you fail. So I was wondering, I mean, are there times on your journey where you faced a particular setback or failure where you felt like things just completely fell apart?
1: all the time, like not yeah. every day. But yeah, like, every few months, you hit something that is not working out the way you want it to. I think I've been doing this not for that long, for two years, I've had three online courses launched. And they were online for a week until I took them down again. <laughs> you know, I did all the work, the videos, the worksheets, the promos, and no, it just wouldn't work. And for different reasons, you know, but so those were definitely times where I just realized it's not my thing and I need to be ready to do that. And it's very individual. But those were things where you put a lot of work in and that it just doesn't work. And I think that's where the entrepreneurial spirit came in because I didn't really care. You know, I was just like, OK, that didn't work. So let's move on. Um, and lots of different projects of mine didn't work out. Um, and, and obviously the financial strain was was very real. Sure. You know, I was just thinking, okay, this is really bad. And what if I don't get a client? And that's when I really started the journey of personal development, which I had never heard about, you know, I had a governmental job, my paycheck came in every month, I Mm -hmm. never even thought about I didn't even know what mindset was, to be honest, a couple of years ago. And that's when I started that complete journey, which completely helped me to get out of that mindset of failure. You know, it's it's just, you're here to be happy and just don't even start thinking it's not going to work. And if it doesn't, just evaluate and redo it or drop it. And since then, I I still work at a very quick pace. So whenever I do have failure, I might wallow a day, but then I just get out and do something different, and I think that's what makes people resilient, yes, and that's what fleshes out where you're good at and what you what resonates with you, you know, because if you just look at business marketing or business coaches and business programs you know, there is no formula that works for everyone because we're all so different. Right. And at the beginning, it's very easy to be tempted by by all of those case studies and sure. success stories. And all the
0: webinars and all the Facebook exactly. ads. Yes, I fell and into that as well. It's exactly like clicking on every everyone. single one looking for that magic bullet. And you're absolutely exactly. right. Yeah. And it's
1: a rite of passage in a way, I th- I suspect, you know, and it's it's good because you do Find out what resonates with you and what doesn't, um, and so now I'm I'm still really going a little bit against the stream in terms of that. I don't really like going into tons of groups, and sharing and sharing content and. Subtly posting—that's just not my thing. So for me, I really discovered that I like to connect one-on-one or right. verbally, like having podcast with you, where I actually talk to someone.
0: Yeah, I, and and I, I love how we connected because uh, you know you reached out to me on LinkedIn, and then you know we just had this one-on-one conversation. It was great, and then I got to learn a little bit about you and 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 the amazing work that you're doing. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to invite you on the show today.
1: Definitely, and that's. Something I've been doing recently was, since I started my entrepreneurial journey, my LinkedIn list and my Facebook list, friends list has really grown. And recently, I've started looking at those people and a lot of them I actually don't really know. And so I started reaching out to them one on one and asking if they wanted to have a Skype date or if they're local, have a coffee. And the conversations I've had and the people now I've really gotten to know is amazing. And it's just a reminder. You have the best network, but you actually need to start with what you have because right. it's a lot.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, actually, that leads perfectly into my next question. So talk a little bit more about this realization of mindset. I mean, when did the light bulb go off for you or did you have that moment where it mm-hmm. sort of started to change in align?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, I had a, fr- an, a conversation with a friend of mine and um, I had heard, you know, of all of those this. Those theories of abundance and things, but seriously, I was eye rolling right. <laughs> a lot right. at those things and then I heard of a friend of mine who introduced me to Lynn Grabhorn and she wrote a book that's called "Excuse me your light is your life is waiting and it is it's nothing new you know it's about positive vibration uh, attracting positive vibrations, but at the time, it was available as an audiobook on YouTube spoken by herself. She unfortunately passed away but you know, she was this, this, she she already had, like, I I thought she was, she was in her 70s when she recorded it, but she had this spunk, you know, and she was really taking you and telling you, you are completely allowed to be happy, you know, don't refrain yourself from being happy and just go there, you know, just shamelessly go and ask for things and be happy about them. And, For a lot of, not necessarily Christian background, but for a lot of us, we grew up in a kind of mindset where you're supposed to be humble, Mm -hmm. where you're supposed to really work hard for everything. And uh, me included, you know, I've always worked from degree to degree, from exam to exam, and without work, nothing would happen. And so this gave me such a relief And permission to just be and to just go and to just do. And ever since then, I've really paid attention to what resonates with me, what is in integrity with me, and also to be shamelessly myself.
0: Yeah, because I
1: I like pretty things. For example, I always call myself the Louis Vuitton of sleep coaches because (laughs) I like.
0: Well, if you're going I to like sleep like Gucci a boss, back, then you, you know? got to be I a like boss, little
1: right? Little <laughs> exactly. And for a long time, I thought, okay, people will think I'm very shallow, but you know what? No. <laughs> so, and once that happened, things just started to fall into place. I, I just, yeah, it's just beautiful how it happened. Yeah. yeah. But that was it. Well,
0: I th- thank you so much for sharing that, Christine. Yeah. Well, are you ready for the knowledge burst session?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay, and this is where our guests share three game-changing tips and resources that can help our listeners move forward. So I'm gonna switch it up just a little bit. Because of the work that you do, I'm really excited to ask you, and I think this is gonna impact so many of our listeners. Do you have one particular practice or tip that you think is really critical for this year, 2017, for our listeners so that they can get a better night's sleep?
1: Yeah, Don't take it too seriously. (laughs) And that sounds a little bit contradictory, but I always say it because if you're already stressing yourself, this is going to be a bad night. Just scientifically speaking, you are going to start raising your stress levels, which is not going to help. So, what I always tell my clients is to not stay in that stressful set setting. So if your bed is somewhere where you are used to stress about not getting to sleep, then get up and go mm-hmm. outside of of your bedroom and do something different. And that's something we're not used to because we think that if we lie down and close our eyes and, you know, just wait, sleep will come and sometimes it does, but yeah. if you already know or if you already think I'm going to jinx it, Then get out, do something different and you will know when sleep has arrived because it's going to, you know, kind of tip you on the shoulder and because you're going to feel tired, you will yawn, your eyes will sting. And that's when you work in harmony with your sleep. And also sometimes it comes a lot earlier than you might want it to. But if you're someone who values your sleep, you need to respect it. It's a beautiful thing. It wants to help you. It is helping you. It is healing you. It is making you smart. It is making you creative. It's making you beautiful. It's making you healthy. So pay it some respect. And when it comes and when you feel I'm tired, then listen to your body and just Just realize that whatever you want to finish now, you can do it three times better the next day. Mm,
0: I think that's great advice. And I love the way you frame it because it almost sounds like it's a relationship that you have with your sleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I look at sleep like a person.
0: (laughs) I think that's a great way to
1: do it. It can be a tricky person for some and it can be a very easygoing person for others. And that's why sometimes when you talk about your sleep things to someone who has like this very, you know, low key guy type of sleep that won't he won't understand what you mean if your sleep is some high maintenance person or you know just like a chihuahua kind of thing you know because they're completely different and that's also what sometimes makes people with tricky sleep feel very isolated because a lot of people don't have a tricky sleep and so they don't understand what that means but it is really individual and if you Understand that you need to care for your sleep and that you need to be respectful and that you can have a beautiful relationship with it and also sometimes forgive it for not always being perfect. That's when you start to get some peace and when you'll have a beautiful relationship and when things start falling into place.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. Well, Christine, share if you have one. Do you have a favorite app, website, or Mm resource and the resource can be anything from your calendar or your to-do list or i'm going to add to this a productivity practice that has proven to be a game changer for you
1: yeah so i do have one that sleepwise oh, works great. which is called the f flux extension i think it's only available for chrome so um it's called f dot lux mm-hmm. and it is basically taking out the blue Tones from your screen oh, to avoid your melatonin being interrupted. So that's something if you really can't avoid working when it's getting later, then it's starting to slow down. And it also tells you you have 10, nine hours left until you have to get up the next day, which is always a nice reminder right. to, okay, I want to wrap it up. Yeah. So sleepwise, that would be it. And then productivity wise, Things really change. Um, but I love uh, Meet Edgar as my scheduling oh, okay. platform. Um, I just love that I can just have this little extension on my Chrome thing as well and just put it in the bucket of categories where I want to put it. And that's how I batch schedule my posts. And that's how I do things pretty quickly because I don't like doing it. So right. <laughs> I really schedule that into my calendar. And yeah, without my calendar, nothing exists. Oh, like if it's not in my <laughs> calendar, you're it doesn't exist so and i will forget (laughs) sure
0: sure i was and 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 i think what you're sharing with our listeners really great advice because the more you put it on your calendar the less you have it taking up space in your head and i think that's that's really important and i'm excited to ask you so christine how do you recharge your batteries or reboot when you feel like you're up against the wall where you've just hit a roadblock
1: I nap like a champ. Oh, I sleep. Okay. It's really silly, but it's that's how I've always done it. I've always slept. Um, so I will I have a very understanding husband, thank God, who will take care of our daughter over the weekend or Saturday morning. And then I can just sleep. I take naps, even if I have a lot to do. Sometimes because I am overwhelmed, I will take a good nap and then things look differently. And I also watch mindless TV shows or (laughs) Netflix my day. And sometimes I just take a day, you know, when I'm like, okay, it's not going to work anyway, I'm just going to take a day.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's a great piece of advice. I just recently had Deborah Gilboa, Dr. G, on the show, and she talked about, you know, if you if you're trying to do something like write a blog or if you're trying to create a piece of content and it's just not coming to you, sometimes you just have to take a break and you yeah. just have you have to recharge yourself. And I think that's really good advice. So when it comes to naps, do you have a do you have any particular rules on naps? I know some people have very different philosophies, you know, ranging from the quick <laughs> five minute power yeah. nap, which I used to do when I was in law school, to don't sleep longer than x number of hours i mean do you have any advice especially for our listeners who may be working in a very busy office setting where maybe taking a nap may not be an option
1: so there's different things but i think if you look at the the productive power nap which Mm -hmm. is a thing, you know, and, you know, NASA astronauts are being taught how to do them. So there's yes. legit science behind them. It is that they shouldn't be more than 20 or 30 minutes. Um, you can train yourself. So take them at the same time every day and you'll get better at them, which is mind blowing in my opinion. Um, If you're someone who can't take a nap, then I love to use a meditation that is called eye rest. Oh, and eye rest okay. was developed for soldiers who came back with PTSD. And so it's meditation, but it's not spiritual. So it's uh, kind of like a body scan, but a little bit more targeted. And it, it's like a massage for your brain in a way. So I really recommend those. Uh, if you're someone who can't nap or doesn't want to or feel uncomfortable with those, you can just sit down and then just listen to them. And I love that as an alternative.
0: Oh, Great knowledge, Burst. Thank you so much for sharing those, Christine.
1: Very welcome.
0: Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Christine, are you ready to do a little time travel?
1: Absolutely. Go ahead.
0: We're going to step into a time machine right now. And we're going to set it for maybe about five to 10 years ago. And we're going to visit your past self. So I'd like you to have a conversation with your past self. What is one tip, lesson, or piece of advice that you would like to pass on to your younger self that you wish you had known then?
1: The biggest life changer is that... Just don't think that when something's going right, that there's something negative around the corner. Hmm. Don't be afraid of jinxing anything and you're completely deserving of everything that you have.
0: Yeah. And how do you think your younger self would have reacted to that advice?
1: Oh, what is (laughs) 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 self-entitled? most likely <laughs> yeah
0: yeah no that's great absolutely and it just shows i mean how far you've come in your journey and i think that's really really cool well christine how can our listeners connect with you and learn about all the great work that you're doing
1: yeah well the easiest way is definitely to come to my website sleeplikeaboss.com. Uh, i've also written a book the guide to sleep for busy bosses so you can find that on amazon yes, your
0: partner and we'll have the link to that on the write-up
1: Exactly. And you can find me on Facebook and I'm in my group, Holistic Sleep Science Self Care and Soul, where you can also go and talk to like minded people, ask me any questions. And I, as I said, I love connecting one on one. So never hesitate to just shoot me an email or to reach out to me. I love it.
0: Absolutely. And Christine, I'd like you to close out the show. So using no more than three or four words, what parting wisdom would you like to pass on to Moving Forward listeners?
1: I need to plagiarize, but sleep yourself to the top.
0: (laughs) Okay. Who said that originally?
1: Ariana Huffington, I believe.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sleep yourself to the top. I think that's really, really great advice. And Christine, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today to share your insights and your wisdom and your knowledge bursts so that our listeners can move forward.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was a joy.
0: Absolutely. And remember, Moving Forward listeners, check us out at bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.